Welcome to the Plan Is podcast with me, Caroline Dunn. I'm a personal trainer, nutrition coach, yoga teacher, and a geek obsessed with learning how to live the biggest, fullest, most joyful life and helping you do the same. In this podcast, we'll cover fitness, nutrition, mindset yoga, and personal development because it's time to stop putting our health into boxes. It's time to care about the whole beautiful, messy you, mind, body, and spirit. The plan is to rise up, sweat, get stronger, be joyful, let it go, pause, laugh, try again, breathe, and do our best. I am so happy you're here. Hello, and welcome to today's episode when we are talking about boundaries. Boundaries for a healthy body. And I gotta say, I love boundaries. I'm also gonna say, I'm not that good at them. (laughs) I do not have perfect boundaries, but really excited to dive into this one today with you. And before we do, just a lovely quick reminder to head to my website and sign up to my mailing list. Like, let's take this a step further. Let me be in your inbox. If you hate it, you can just unsubscribe, but there'll be exclusive discounts, chats. Uh, There's also going to be blog updates and all of the goss, all of the connection, all of the usefulness. Um, And yeah, you can find that on my website and I only jump into your inbox weekly. So let's dive into boundaries for a healthy body today. So I wanted to chat or break this down into into two different areas. So first of all, what I think boundaries are and what they are not, or what helpful boundaries are and what they are not. And then I thought I'd give you some ideas of some areas for boundaries to set. So kind of three big um, areas that you could think about setting boundaries in. So the reason why I like wanted to talk about boundaries anyway is that I think they they can transform the relationships that we have with ourselves and that we have with other people. And that to me is a is a good thing. Good thing in my book. Um so in the context of our health, our fitness, our mindset, our nutrition, these were some really big ideas that I think should underpin any boundary that we have. So this first one is the idea that they are flexible. So if boundaries aren't flexible, they're rules. And rules aren't necessarily kind. (laughs) So our boundaries should be flexible, which means that they can change. They are dynamic. And one example to show what I mean here is liken this to your work or your social calendar. And if you are with a group of friends and something crops up and they say, oh, can you do this? You look at your diary, your calendar and you say, no, I can't do that. I'm already busy. And quite often we have no problem saying that we have like this prayer engagement. Um, It's, you know, life happens and we know how busy we all are. And we can't often just say, no, I can't do that. I'm really sorry. No can do. But if someone was to say, suggest like a last minute silent disco on a Thursday night dressed as a pineapple, then you might be saying, hell yeah, off you go. So just because that's last minute doesn't mean there's not space in your life for it when it just fits the way you want to live or, you know, the vibe for that day. Um, And I'm going to borrow a saying from Matt Haig here. And he says that um, 
routines should be baggy enough to live in. Well, I'm saying boundaries should be baggy enough to live in. And um, they are like supportive in all the right ways, a bit like our leggings. <laughs> so flexible, boundaries should flex. That's our first one. The second thing that I think should underpin our boundaries is, now I've called this one creative. And what I mean by that is they don't need to be a carbon copy of someone else's. They shouldn't conform to should and shouldn't. So they don't need to look like anyone else's. And there's also more than one boundary. There's more than one way to address the same thing or the same area of your life. So for instance, you might try to be setting some boundaries around your sleep and you first try no work for two hours before bed and no screens before bed, but that's just hard. (laughs) And maybe you work shifts and you enjoy Love Island. By the way, I'm really sorry. I do hate that show. (laughs) But, you know, something like, oh, I've just rewatched all the Sherlock's with Benedict Cumberbatch maybe that's uh, your jam so yeah you work shifts you enjoy Love Island Sherlock before bedtime so be creative just because you don't think you can do these ideal boundaries maybe instead you just have this solid repeatable short bedtime routine or menu that you can pick and choose from that winds you down kindly and effectively even if you only just stopped working 10 minutes ago or an hour ago. So, or maybe that also might look like you watch your favorite TV program through your blue light blocking glasses. And that's one way to tick it off. So there's more than one way to work towards your ideal in this area. Be creative. And just because like, Sophie down the road or on Instagram is doing it think how would that fit into my life what would that look like in a helpful way in my life and often I think we veer away from the smaller things so for instance you might think oh I really want to crack the bedtime routine but the ideal scenario isn't possible and therefore we just write off something like the blue light blocking glasses or going to bed 10 minutes early but those small actions are still really valuable for us and then the final thing that I think our boundaries should be is kind they should be kind and it's a really good check to see whether you've created like a rule or restriction for yourself or a boundary if it's not kind it's not a boundary after all your boundaries are there to support you to help you so if they are just so difficult and so much effort and there's something else to beat yourself up around the head with they make your life harder or they make you more tired and exhausted then are they actually are they actually even a boundary (laughs) are they the right boundary for you so i'd say get clear on why you want to do something like sleep enough move for joy respect for your body eat to create the energy you need get clear on why you want to pursue some sort of change and then create kind boundaries that reflect and underpin that okay so those three main ideas were creative kind and flexible so as we kind of explore this next part I'm going to give you some suggestions of three areas we might set boundaries in I do want to remind you that helpful boundaries for me and the examples that I'm going to give 
will not necessarily look like healthful boundaries for you. Please just ignore those that are not helpful. And remember, a good guide, if there's any hint of restriction, any hint of judgment for yourself and your boundaries, then they're probably not from a place of self-love and kindness and probably not for you. So when we consider boundaries for a healthy body, these are the three areas that I came up with. So the first area that you could consider creating these boundaries around for your health is food. Now, I mentioned this one with caution because I think a lot of people struggle with their relationship with food. And therefore, when you come to set boundaries, maybe food isn't the first place you'll start. Your relationship with food should always come as a priority, I think, in my personal opinion. And if you are someone who has struggled with restriction or rules or just this, you know, pervading diet culture that says I should do this and I shouldn't do that, maybe don't start with food. But let me give you some examples where this is my interpretation of creative, flexible and kind boundaries around food. As I said, take what you need, leave what you don't. Um, So it might not, an example might be, I will not eat standing up because it doesn't allow me to slow down and enjoy my food. It might look like something like I will eat food off a plate and not from a packet because that will allow me to be more mindful of what I eat. And can you see how these boundaries, they link to who we want to be? Like we want to enjoy our food. We want to be mindful of our food. And so the boundary is stemming from that. Um, Maybe it's something like I will eat a nutritious meal before I eat chocolate. So that unconditional permission to eat chocolate is still there, but you're just saying I will eat a nutritious something before I do. Um, Another example of a food boundary might be I need to eat. I'm going to grab something. Maybe that's something that you verbalize to yourself or to others in another situation. Um, A couple more for you. Like I will eat slowly to discover the joy and satisfaction in food. Um, Maybe, you know, a really obvious basic one that needs to be said to people, I'm allergic to, whatever it is. So we can't have that in our home. Um, Or where am I able to find food or a drink right now? Addressing that immediate need. So as I said, be careful with your food boundaries. Go back to that idea of are they kind? Are they compassionate? Are they flexible? And if they're becoming rules, then that's food restrictions, not food boundaries. Okay, two other areas where we might like to set boundaries for a healthy body. So the second area is energy. Let me give some examples how boundaries might look around your energy. So it might look like things like, I'm really tired, I need to sit down now. And choosing therefore to sit down. And again, maybe that's something that you say in your head. Maybe it's something that you communicate as a boundary to someone else. I need to sit down now. Um, another one that might underpin like movement and energy might be I will move my body for joy or I will move my body I, to honor my body and create the energy I want in my life. I will move my body to show up for myself. Another example kind of away from movement might be I will have a non-negotiable eight hour 
insert own realistic time period here, I will have a non-negotiable eight hour sleep window because sleep is a necessity, not a luxury, despite what our culture tells us. Um, and related to this, I think a lot of people struggle with this next one. Um, I think our culture tells us that our worth is in our achievement. It's in our productivity. Like how many of us feel guilty for either taking time to relax or taking time off when we're ill. So this boundary might look something like, I am worthy of rest and my to relax list is high priority. It might look like my value is not in my productivity. I have to remind that. <laughs> I have to remind myself of that pretty often. Um, and maybe it also looks like something like not everything is essential. I get to choose what is my highest priority. And so those boundaries come into protecting our energy. When we spread it out too thinly, we're exhausted and empty. Okay, and then moving into the third area of focus where we might set boundaries is time. Time. So the ways that we spend our time can help support our health. And so things like... I would love to, but I would be overcommitting myself. Now that boundary is possibly for someone who struggles to say no, and it's hard. Um, I did a whole blog post on um, the power of saying no, so do check that out. It's it's over on my on my blog and um, theplanbycaroline.com. Um, if you're interested in exploring that one more. Um, some other ideas for how to say no right now, though, are I will pass on that. But thank you for asking. Uh, thank you for asking me. Um, you might say something like, I make time for something X on Saturday, so I won't be able to make it. I make time for myself. I make time for relaxing. I make time for going for a walk on insert day, so I won't be able to make it. Um, you might say something like, or remember this to yourself or to other people, I only have an hour at that time. Full stop. Um, I will be on time because I value my own time and others. Um, and maybe something like, this is the last suggestion I have for you in this one. I will give myself enough time to get to, insert location, because I know I don't enjoy rushing. And so the reason why I, these examples, remember they're examples, create your own. But the reason why I've picked these three areas is because your body feels good when it has time and movement and energy and food. And setting boundaries, I guess, if you're new to it, can feel selfish or arrogant. But I'd just like to remind you, and I'll say this as often as is needed, like setting boundaries is a sign of respect for yourself and for others. They are not selfish. You absolutely don't need to push your boundaries onto anyone. Boundaries are like your internal guide to navigating a chaotic world to what feels good and healthy for you. And I'm going to leave you with the words of Brené Brown. Uh, clear is kind. So thank you so much for joining me today. Let me know um, what sort of boundaries you enjoy creating in your life or after listening to this how has this changed your opinion of what boundaries are or, or what new ones you might create so do tag me on social media at the plan by caroline and i will see you here very soon in the next episode it makes me do a little happy dance to have had you join me in this episode 
If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe, rate it five stars and leave a written review. I so appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe to my mailing list also at www.theplancoaching.com so we can keep in touch. I love doing this with you and sharing the struggles, laughs and wins along the way. So I thank you for being here. And until next time, remember, life's better with a plan.